Hello and welcome to episode 66 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Sheffield Wednesday actually made the playoffs. We did yeah. it. Job's not yeah. done though. God no. Like but, we're, we're doing it the hard way, aren't we? We're doing it the hard way, but would you have Wednesday do it any other no, this season? And we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll talk. We, we know we don't start the, share, the Talking Wednesday yeah. podcast with any Sheffield Wednesday talk. That would be ludicrous. How's your yep. week been, mate? I painted since you, you threw painted. me under the since you threw me under the bus last week. I did. I threw, that, my, yeah. I threw myself under the bus. I was like, right, I'm gonna paint. I painted in it, and then for some stupid reason, I decided to paint my daughter's room, which was really lovely because she loved it. But I did two lots of painting in about two days, <laughs> and for me, wasn't ideal. <laughs> and my I backs was in say, pieces. Yeah. Yeah. My back's in pieces today, but I, you know when you do that painting thing where you get one wall done, you go, I'll have a look at what it looks like, and then it looks good, and then you carry on. Mm. That's what I did, and I fun fact, it must take you quite a while as well because of yeah. The... Fun fact: having seizures in paint not fun. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> you're getting covered. I've only yeah. just got, I've only just got the pink out my hair. Over the Careful, last mate! Of they'll days. be after you again. They'll be like, "How can you paint a room if you're disabled?" You know, you know what they're like. You know what they're like. It's it pulleys. It's lots of pulleys. Artistic. He could put a load of colours on his brush and he'd start, <laughs> he'd start making splatter patterns. I uh, can sell that. Anyway. might get in the London gallery. Exactly, exactly. But part um, of the night been good. Um, building up for this week, last week was tough because I think we were all bricking it. Mm-hmm. Those two games were difficult. Uh, cracking live stream and congratulations on yourself on 4K. You finally hit it. And it's taken you goddamn ages because you've been creeping around that number for a while. It's almost as if I've not been bothered about it. Because there was, I knew what I needed to do to get to 4K. And I was like, I can't be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be bothered. Because I'm going to be at 4K for the next five to six business years. So <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll just enjoy it. But thank you very it, much it, for the 4,000 It's still a massive milestone on that. Because uh, a lot of people get to that number and go, that's it, they've made it, but we all know what YouTube is. There's not a level where you actually make it, really. The bit where no. you make it is where you can live off it and you can stuff, but we're never going to be in that bracket. No. So 4K for more. But you might. Uh, I'm just saying, no. <laughs> uh, no, it, um, it would need... It would be difficult. It, it would be doable, but I'd have to like fully commit and it would be such a gamble and it's not a position I'm in at the minute no. to be able to gamble on. So it's a case still, of... you still got time. Because live streams really do help financially. Mm. If you could get like an audience that would help and chuck a bit of money your way. If you did a daily live streams and there yeah. was different, you had, a, you had a good few hundred people that were really committed to those live streams and every day a, f- a few different ones chucked a bit of money at you. With your ad revenue, even though it's very minimal, it would probably add up to something that could become a livable wage. What a lot of but people you, tend to live on now on the live stream is the super chats or stuff because yeah. a lot of people I think there's a there's a lawyer I watch and I think he's something stupid like he's in the top three percent in the in America, North yeah. America for like top super chats. And he just makes all his money off that. In memberships as well. I if I was <laughs> doing it full time, I think I'd I'd change the membership slightly. Um and I'd just set most things to one consistent tier. And I've been thinking about doing this anyway. Yeah. Right, at the minute, I've got the top end here, which I quite like, because it's obviously if you can really support us, that that's really really helpful, and you get the credit and stuff there. I know a lot of big channels just do a five pound membership, but then have like 
200 members. Do you know what I mean? They have one membership and it's... And they throw it all in that one membership. Yeah, and they have like... And it's like... If I thought we could still hit the thresholds by doing that, I do... If I knew that everybody who's at that like pound tier would move Mm. as well, I'd do it like that. You know, I'd, 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 I'd level it out. So it's just... It's all one of those things where it's... But I also know that for some people it's like, well, I'm not quite four ninety nine a month supporting yeah. you, but I'll happily, you know, you know, I get that. Yeah. So, so it's that it's that fine line of uh, balance there. How's your but, week yeah. been? It's been busy this week. Busy. It's been really because obviously coming back off of things, picking up work again, um, getting back into the swing of it, getting all the football stuff ready, getting everything planned. I booked my Wembley hotel, which, hey. is, which is waiting whether to see it's actually going to be for the West End or for Wembley. We'll have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's cost too much money because I wanted somewhere in decent distance that was livable. Yeah. So I did get somewhere decent that was... It's not cost loads and loads of money, but it's got, we're going for a couple of nights. So because I want to have be, somewhere to... Feel relaxed and comfortable in. Yeah, it's also a case of because Soph will probably come down with me. It's something there where she'll enjoy it, even mm. if she doesn't come to the football. I can meet up with people at the football. Yeah, and then we've got quite a nice hotel with decent grounds to go and do something. Do you know what I mean? So, um, it's all booked in, but I d- I'm not stupid. I've got the cancellation policy on it. Well done. You know, you, <laughs> that's why I've paid a bit more because I went for a hotel that wouldn't take payment, and I've got. Till like the 18th, 19th to cancel it. Yeah. So if I wanted to cancel it, I can cancel it. No. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's also my birthday that weekend, so there's there's a chance we might just go down to London anyway if we've already got the hotel. Um, or we might not. We might delay it and potentially go Comic Con the week after or something like that. I don't know. Cool. So we're jumping back in here because. Jake's child can't seem to be quiet during these podcasts yeah. anymore. And yeah. uh, my laptop needed to plug it in because I'd not plugged it in like an idiot, which means I've lost the first 10 minutes of this video because when I plugged it in, it decided to crash the, oh, the utility. So I've most likely lost the first 10 minutes of video, but that's uh, all fun and games there. Let's just, Technology, let's actually, ain't it great? It's fantastic. Let's just get into uh, the core of the episode today. But before, just before we do that, Dexterity watch for the away leg. Okay. I am working until quarter to eight. Right? It's going to take me about 45 minutes to get back home. And that's if I get out of work at quarter to eight, which would probably be 10 to eight, right? It's not doable for kickoff, obviously. But I think what I might do is prep a stream for like the second half onwards. Yeah. And then just jump in at some point in the second half and have a little chat to everybody at the end as well. Makes sense. So I'll get back from work, find out what I've missed out on, obviously, because I'll probably actually on my way back from work, I'll probably listen to it in the car. And then I will. yeah, because I work eight, well, I say eight till eight, eight till 7.45-ish Yeah, on a, on a Friday. So unfortunately, I can't get out of that this Friday because I'm already getting out of it when we go, if we get to Wembley. So I had to choose. 
playoffs or Wembley. <laughs> yeah. And hey. uh, the, reason, the reason is we were already going away for that birthday weekend anyway. So I had yes. a double reason, you know. We'll when make sure we get it out there saying birthday. that there isn't a watch along though. We'll make sure we put lots of stuff out because we'll have some people who will may go. You're not doing well, a watch along. I don't know. I don't know really. I think it's a case of um, I just I won't promote it, and then I'll I might even put like a scheduled one for the second half, and then just if the chat you might even be able to keep the chat going if i can't go there it might even be live and say we're waiting for dexterity box and you're like well where is he and i just you could just start chatting and i'll be like i'll be here in a minute i'm sure let's all talk um i'm stuck on the m1 (laughs) but yes just so you are aware that i would like to do that though i would like to sort of like touch base with everybody before the second leg and obviously the second leg there won't be anything there because and we have to we spread. have to work out the second leg podcast wise as well because we will be recording Monday normally and it's on a Monday. Yes, so the podcast might be a little bit later next week. Yes. I was like, do I vlog it? People always want me to vlog the big games. See what happens. Judge, judge, judge it. Yeah. Um. Speaking of, obviously Sheffield Wednesday have made the playoffs. Home ticket. The, there was queues out the door apparently for away Already, tickets today. Yeah. I crapped myself a second because I went, hang on. What? No, I, think that, uh, I, think that, I think that was home tickets. No, it's not. Was it, is that, that away tickets? Because otherwise they're lying to us. Because if that was home tickets, mate, we're screwed. Right? And we might be screwed. But right, I will read you this. So if they were home tickets, I'm rioting, right? Because... They said tickets will be on. This is from the Wednesday website. Ticket prices, £20 for adults. Over 65s, under 21s, £15. Under 17s, £10. Under 11s, £5. Tickets will be on sale as follows. Saturday the 30th of April till Tuesday the 3rd of May. Season ticket holders, half-season ticket holders and supporters who purchased a three-game package to claim their own seat. One ticket per season holder. So... Someone put up that home ticket for sale today until Tuesday for season ticket and half season ticket thing and a free game promotional. That's what I'm I've just read. Sure what you just read. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Details on how to claim your ticket can be found here. That's if you're a season ticket holder. If you've watching this by the pocket, it's probably the last day to be able to do that. Yeah. So make sure you've <laughs> done that. Um, the above supporters will have till Tuesday the 3rd of May. Uh, oh, they've got to 1pm. You've missed it. Unless you're listening on audio feeds when this technically goes up around lunchtime. Hurry up! Um, yeah. Get your some. This is annoying because I'm going to be at work during this and this is the category I fall into, but I, I'm, I'm kind of hopeful that I'll be all right still. Yeah. Right? 20, um, so Tuesday the 3rd of May at 1pm, 21, 22 season tickets holders who have not yet purchased Owls members and foundation members will be able to buy their tickets. I'm hoping that these would actually make it past that day. I won't yeah. be able to buy directly at one o'clock. I might be able to find two minutes to do it at half one, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, it's going to be another bumper crowd though. Which is it is, yeah. And I do remember back to play, even our, even our old playoffs, they didn't make, no. they made general sales. They, they got, didn't make general sale. They got the ticket pricing for this spot on. Yes, they have. Which I'm gonna is, I'll finish reading those before we talk about that though. Yeah. So uh more details for people who want to 
to get tickets. Wednesday the 4th of May at 11am, tickets will be on sale to non-season ticket holders or members who have 100 or more ticket priority points. This is the equivalent of 10 games during the last two seasons, provided the tickets were purchased under their own details and in advance. Thursday the 5th of May, general sale. Okay, so there's no, there's not like the staggered priority, priority, priority. Oh no, I've read, I, that, no there is. There, there was more than that on the website. That's not being pasted in properly. Uh, let me just get that up for you one second. So there's more getting released on that Wednesday, yeah. So Wednesday at 1pm, tickets will go on sale to non-season ticket holders or members who have 50 or more, which is the equivalent of five games. At 3pm, it is the 20 or more. So if you've been to two games in the last two seasons, 3pm, Wednesday, the 4th of May, you can get your tickets from them. And then on Thursday, the 5th of May, May, not mail, they go on general sale. One ticket per ID still. Um, Please note that season ticket holders can only purchase their tickets on Saturday, the 30th of April, Sunday, the 1st of May, online only. That's been the past again. Yep. Um... From the Tuesday, the 3rd of May, the ticket office will be open from 9am until 5pm going forward. From Monday, the 2nd of May onwards, tickets are available to purchase in person at the ticket office by telephone on 03700 201 867. And there's a £2 booking fee per ticket or online here. And there's a link on the Wednesday website. Uh, Can't help you with the away leg, unfortunately. Uh, But it is a case of... I think I think it'll sell out. I do think it'll yeah. sell out. I think it will make general sale. I'm a member, so I can get mine on Tuesday anyway. So I'm hoping I'm hoping it's not so crazy that I struggle. I, I'm a bit later on that Tuesday, yeah. and I do miss. It. If I do miss out, I'll be I'll be trying to find somebody to help me out massively. I'm sure, but I don't think I will. That's the I one thing you fine. know when you know you know you don't have a season ticket anymore. You're like, oh, this is the time I miss. But with the rotating weekends, it just made no... I, I wouldn't use half my season ticket. And I know yes. you can give it to someone, but it's like, because I rotate now, I just wouldn't be able to use it as much. It's that, it's that no whole point. thing getting older and having to work. Yeah, it, it literally is, especially yes. with how expensive everything is nowadays. Um, but remember that kind of technically, even though I probably go more than most, technically a plastic. Got to remember that. Yes. Technically a plastic. Get a t-shirt with that on. Technically a plastic. Um, there you go, birth yeah, exactly. But yes, we'll see you there, I'm sure. They have got the pricing spot on. I have heard, and I don't know how true it is yet, that apparently we've only got 2,000 allocation for Sunderland, but I haven't seen anything confirming this. I've only we do just rumors. need to mirror their allocation. Yeah. Know. Because it's, it's... What? Has that ever happened to us before? No. <laughs> Running out of time. We've got the Zoom thing. Speaking of, how have we managed that in the past? We've never run out of time. We've gone an hour before. What? We're so confused right now. Yeah. Uh, watchers of the podcast. We've got the Zoom running out of time thing right. Have they put that in for two-person thing? I didn't think that was a two-person I thing. I thought, that was a... I thought that was for four people or more. I'm not paying for it. I've got that kind of money. We, uh... We're not even into the matches yet. <laughs> We're not. We talk so much crap. I've not changed anything. Interesting. Let us know uh, your Zoom stories here. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll fire that through in a second. I'm sure. Oh, that's so annoying. That is so annoying. Right, we're using Discord in future. 
Yep. Okay, right. We will talk about the Fleetwood game. Let's go, Fleetwood. <sighs> Wednesday, you really, really need to stop this kind of letting teams in. This is annoying. But Gregory getting that goal, fantastic. Great start, but I thought we let off, the, off our foot off the gas a little bit. They got into us a little bit more. Yep. You could definitely tell that pitch was set up to play us. Let's put it that way. It was designed to be that kind of rough pitch, not being able to pass it on the floor. You know what I mean? And I th- that's where the goal, their first goal really came. No, second goal. Sorry, one tip. The first goal was a good header. I don't remember. I was streaming this I match and I still yeah. don't remember. So there was a mistake by Story and for all the good he's done, easy to get it, great goal. And then they go two, three, two, and it goes to two and you're like, we can't get the ball off them. We're struggling a little bit. They're trying to do really well. And that credit them because they were in a dogfight. They needed to win 100%. Yeah. The interesting thing is after the game, Lee Gregory came out and said, Gaffer gave us a and this is the first time I'd seen Darren Moore angry. Mm. Like properly angry in the end of uh like press conference thing. And he did not look happy, but he gave him the kick up the backside and my God, it worked. Because we kept on going and trying to pepper it. Lee Gregory, yes, it took him a while to get a fit and but my God, we had needed a striker like this for the last couple of seasons. And the fact that we got him on a free is incredible. But it was loved. It was lovely to see him just play with such freedom. And the nice thing, it was uh, Mendes Lang and Windath who came on to kind of make a difference. And Mendes Lang with that ball in, 2-2, and then click, kick, kick-off glitch from FIFA, literally. He yeah. just went, I'm just going to have a shot. And he said he doesn't go enough from range. They had some chances, but at the same time, it was one of those games where I think once we got that goal, it was harder for them to break us down because we knew what we needed to do. And we, it, that situation at the minute, if you look at that, 21 shots, Six on target. We should be having more shots on target if we got 21 shots. That should be at least double figures. Yeah. But look at how much of the ball we had as well. And it was just one of those games, once that was over, we knew we had it in our hands. And that was the nice thing, taking it back home in our hands. If we had lost this, it would have been an awful last game of the season. Because we haven't yeah, got no, no it, control. Yeah, no, it puts all the pressure on it. I can't believe, even though I was uh, filming it, I even though I was streaming it, I barely remember it because so much has gone on to Saturday hasn't it so Fleetwood it was touch and go but Wednesday again dominating it you know the stats show we dominated it but they 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 showed some fight in that match which they needed to because they would if they didn't get something yeah they would have been down and they have managed to survive of course let's talk let's talk about the, the Portsmouth match then because let's be honest we we thought it might be a an issue with George Hurston in the and first few did. minutes of the game. It did look that way, didn't it? Yeah. Um, they thought quite well, actually, to, to be fair. And someone did say George Hurston did look like he was trying to miss it, but I don't think he would have done kind of thing. Because no, of, you're professional. You wouldn't look You're professional. You wouldn't miss it. He got yeah. his goal in front, of, in front of the Wednesday fans. People said, yeah, there you go. But he, well, he wouldn't, he have, do, he he wouldn't does, have celebrated if he was trying to miss it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It was a big celebration as well. 
Mm. And the thing is, it woke us up quickly. And yeah. that's my only issue going into this playoffs. We can't have it where teams go ahead and then need to wake up. We have to go like we did against MK and just go for it. We haven't had that much urgency since the MK game, I don't feel, in the last couple of games going forward, where we've just gone for it, you know, at the start of the game. We've taken our time a little bit or something's happened to kick us into gear. But if you've seen the video that going around on the social by the club, that noise as soon as the ball hits the net by Gregory is awesome. And Gregory, again, with another goal. Uh, Saida Berahino gets a goal. Unlucky for Jordan Dory. He was trying to get the header, mid-timed it, but Berahino on the end of it. Dory then gets another goal for his little collection. And he's, he had been a really good loan signing from January. He's really fitted in really well. And you're going through it, you're thinking, right, we're 3-1 up, we've got, we got this going through. The only concern in the game come to when Barry Bannon run for ball and he pulls up and goes down. I still think that's cramp. I still think that cramp personally with what what you've seen you how he was acting after the game kind yeah. of thing. It, you, you wouldn't be able you struggle to pick your daughter up and put her on, on your shoulders and walk around if well, it's he, a hand drink Yeah, he, he also did say on Twitter that he'll see us see us yeah. Friday. So But Joe Bayer gets his goal and Good corner by Windath, actually. Windath got put on corner because Bannon went off. And Byers, you said it this season, so happy that he's our player. He mm. really is a good player. And he's another one of those ones where we've managed to convince to come be part of this project. Their keeper pulled off some very good save, but Bailey did pull off an outstanding save to keep us in it. It wasn't like they shut up shop. They really did try and go for it. And it's credit to the club because during this season, we said it that we were struggling to come from behind in games. We've done it twice in a week. Yeah, we have. And that's something we couldn't do at all for a season, for most yeah. of the season, until about December. We'll need that. We'll need that heading into the playoffs because if we go yeah. down, we're playing, we'll be playing two very good teams. You know, yeah. well, either be, if we get past Sutherland, obviously we'll be playing either MK or Wickham, um, and good, good in their own right. And you, you come up against Wickham, you're looking to break them down. If you come up yeah. against MK, you're just hoping that we have a repeat of last time we played them. But they might yeah. wise up a little bit this time. But Sunderland uh, are aren't going to shy away. So if we go goals down, we need to we need to be able to hit them on that. I think the thing with Sunderland, this is a different Sunderland for us because we've not faced an Alex Neal Sunderland. We were facing a Lee Johnson Sunderland. Yep. And they got a lot of lot of character in that team all of a sudden. Because you see some of the games where they're winning it in the last minute. They weren't doing that before. And this is a different animal with them. But again, we got the job done. 11 shots, three on target. When you have that many shots, you want that to at least be eight or nine. You need to work on that. But all around, really good performance by the boy to get it done, make the season carry on and just go for it now because yeah. that's all we can do. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree completely. It's going to be, uh, it's good to look back. It's the last time we'll be looking back at anything that's not like a big playoff event. So yeah, nice one, Jake. Nice one. Okay, so we had to do the Zoom cut there. So many cuts in this podcast. A nice day which shouldn't have any edits. There's probably yep. got quite a few in. So uh, the League One review. 
the last time we'll be doing the League One review. Hopefully, Hopefully the last time one. ever, yeah. yes. ever, we'll be doing the League One review. Probably nice. not. Probably not. Probably not knowing Sheffield Wednesday, but God, look at that confidence straight away. So uh, Rotherham beat Gillingham 2-0, sending Gillingham... No, Gillingham didn't go down, did they? Yeah, they did. Oh, did they go down? Yeah, sending yes. Gillingham down and uh, Rotherham up. Portsmouth obviously beat... Uh, Portsmouth obviously beat? Sheffield Wednesday what? obviously beat Portsmouth 4-1. <laughs> Alternate reality there. Bolton beat Fleetwood 4-2. Fleetwood still managed to survive. They stayed though. up and I've seen uh, Cobb Vlogs uh, Napa's video. I've never seen a lad so happy to get by Bolton and stay <laughs> up, but yeah. Ipswich Town beat Charlton 4-0. Cambridge drew 2-0 with Cheltenham. Lincoln beat Crew 2-1. Wigan beat Shrewsbury 3-0. Wigan won the title. Um, Accrington Stanley beat Wimbledon 4-3. Um, Plymouth. Plymouth, Plymouth, Plymouth. We said like, there were going to be a team that were going to be out of it on those points. Yep. And it's Plymouth. Yep. At least, all right, I, I feel for them, obviously, yeah. but I just thought playing Plymouth would be a bad omen for us in those playoffs. So them losing 5-0 on the final day mm. to MK Dons. You know, you never know. You might be able to get Jack caught next season. Hmm. Would be interesting. Yep. Would be interesting. And also got Twine getting four goals. He's just an incredible player. He's, yeah, some low-end prem clubs might be looking at him. So He was a Wick- free transfer for them. Yeah, they, they happen occasionally, don't yeah. they? Wickham beat, Burton, Wick beat Burton 2-1. Sunderland beat Morecambe 1-0. And Oxford drew with Doncaster 1-0. So the table... The final League One table has Wigan Athletic at the top, 92 points. Rotherham second on 90 points. MK Dons missing out on automatics by one point. Um, 89 points for MK Dons there in third. Sheffield Wednesday on 85 points in fourth. Sunderland in fifth on 84 points. Wickham in sixth on 83 points. And Plymouth. Missing out on those playoffs. They are the team that misses out on the playoffs yeah. on 80 points. Oxford finishing 8th. Bolton 9th. Portsmouth 10th. Ipswich 11th. Accrington Stanley 12th. Charlton 13th. Cambridge United 14th. Cheltenham 15th. Burton 16th. Lincoln City 17th. Shrewsbury 18th. Morecambe 19th. Fleetwood 20th. Just surviving there. And then there is four drop spots in League 1. So Gillingham. Doncaster, AFC Wimbledon, and Crew all went down. Crew at the bottom. None of the, of table. the promoted team from League Two went down. They all stayed up. That's very interesting. And that's actually. a cracking. That's a cracking result for Morecambe, Cheltenham, and Cambridge. Yeah, and you got Bolton, you got obviously. a feel for Gillingham in a way because they um, they, they went were, down on goal were, difference. They were on the wrong route to having it saved. Yeah, their manager Harris had come out and said, "We've got seven players on the contract. None of them are going to be here next season. Complete clear out." Yeah, and um, um, Lincoln City managers left as well. Appleton's left uh, Lincoln City. Lincoln City by mutual consent, and I wonder if that's a bit of kind of he had a health care at the beginning of the season, if you remember. Yeah, so did they also have just... slightly higher expectations? Yeah, possibly, possibly, yeah. Um, also, everybody in the bottom five 
No, bottom, sorry, bottom six all changed managers at some point. Okay, so Darren Moore's obviously said nothing's been achieved yet. That was a big part of it. There's a lot more to come. Um, We're taking this from the Star article and quoting what Moore said after the game. Quote, I never like to pick out individual performances, but there were some outstanding candidates out there today. It's a credit to them all as a group. They have given everything for the cause over a long demanding season. They could be proud of themselves. We have that oneness and unity at this football club, a real connection, and that has helped us through. We are in the playoffs, but we haven't achieved anything yet. Must We must remain focused and completely on top of our game for the games to come. He also spoke about the upcoming game against the Black Cats, saying we wanted to finish in the top six, and that's what we have achieved, and the hard work starts again. The minute we wake up in the morning, the laptops are out, and the focus is firmly on Sunderland. So. Darren Moore saying things looking ahead. Um, the There was talks also, I know the Stars started talking a little bit about the mentality Wednesday have got, yeah. you know, coming back from, we we spoke about that a, li- a little bit as well, about the mentality Wednesday coming back from behind. How big do you think that will be in the playoffs? I think that'll be huge. I actually think that's going to be something we need to the way I see it, I think Darren Moore going to set us up to try and either nick it or go for a draw at, away. Because that last leg being at home, it's crucial for us. We are the yeah. best home team in that league with 53 points this season. That yeah. is a credit to what Darren Moore built. And Darren Moore coming here, end of last season, knew something wasn't right from the get-go, didn't know what what. And through the season, he slowly add building block to improve it, building block to sports psychology. The moment we got, though, kind of the MK got game where Windak scored, and then I can't remember which game it was where we won away and we came from behind. That voodoo really helped us because having that on our back was a massive issue because it's all anyone was talking about because the moment we go down, we knew we wouldn't get back into it. We've now got that mental side where we know, you know what, if we go down, sod it, we'll just go score more goals. Because that's yeah. how we've done it recently. We haven't gone, oh, we'll nick it. We've gone, no, we're just going to, you're going to score against so the fine, right? We're going to go for broke and get as many. This podcast is cursed. Yeah. If this is an omen for anything that's going to happen for Wednesday in the playoffs, it's not good. We've yeah. been interrupted about three or four times. My, I, People have been asking for the FIFA career modes, so I've been building them, but they take up so much hard drive space with all the renders and all the files yep. that the, it just filled the drive because I've had to leave the stuff on while I'm doing all this and the podcast over the top. So I just had to go through and delete a load of stuff to carry it. Oh, <laughs> this is going to be a short one today, lads, because I'm about losing patience with yep. technology. And uh, hopefully we can be cheery next week, but it <laughs> might be nice. a miserable moan. We'll see. Uh, I don't know, even know what you were saying. Sorry. Sorry for the quality there. It's not the quality you come to expect on Talking Wednesday. But, you know, Things it happens. happens. Yeah. Um, so, Cran posted a tweet earlier on uh, about some interesting stats. Yeah. I thought these were quite interesting. He'd uh, collated some stats. So, these are Sheffield Wednesday's top stats in 2021-22. Gregory on 16 goals. In terms of assists, it's Bannon with 12. Key passes, Bannon with 123. Tackles, Luongo, 83. Interceptions, Hutchinson, 49. I wonder how many snapped in half. Um, clearances, Dunkley, 86. Blocks, Palmer, Palmer 48. Yes. Successful dribbles, Bannon, 51. And pass success, 
of with a percentage of 84.1%. You'd think it's Bannon. He plays a lot, but it's Delhi Basharu. So I think that I think Bannon's passes are quite accurate, to be fair. It's just he plays a lot more than Basharu. You know, you know what this says about, for me, though? Luongo, Delhi Basharu, Hutch, Dunkley, not been in the team much, but they come in when needed and put a shift yeah. in. And that's yeah. what you want. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Um, I think that you need you need those players that can that can graph for you mm. and do that. And we've got that. I think we've just got we've got such a balance in midfield at the minute. Yeah. It really it really caters to the, the the style we play. When you're playing that possession football, you need Very quality midfielders on the ball, and we've got it when they stay fit. You know, and hopefully. Bannon will be fit for the playoffs. Yes, at the moment there's no news, which I think is probably a good thing. People, I've yeah, seen no. people, I've seen people going, "Oh, why have we got no news?" They're going to leave it the latest possible because if they, if they, if we can leave Sunderland sweating, not knowing Bannon's going to play, and thinking it changed the, it changed the dynamic, and well, it's going to be interesting because they're not looking good on injuries either. Mm. Do you want to know something weird? This is strange, <laughs> right? Somehow, Wednesday and Fulham are the top scorers in league goals in the top four tiers in 2022. Sheffield Wednesday have scored 48 goals. Yeah. I swear half the time. How many goals would we have scored if we could actually finish our dinner? Yes. Yeah. the amount of matches where I'm like, just how have you missed that? How many chances have we created if we're not finishing? We've somehow top scorers in 2022. 6-0 Cambridge. The last game, 4-1. It's, and there was a part of us during the season where we didn't have a fit Lee Gregory. We didn't have a fit Josh Windass. And I think I think I read somewhere as well, there's 21 different goal scorers this season, which says a lot. And it shows our midfield can chip in. And that's been something we said, I think we said it last season, not many people were chipping in with the goals. And mm. every at one point, didn't we have Barry Banner that... Highest goal scorer. Yeah, we did. Point. That and was a point in the season. Yeah, I think it was when Gregory first got injured. Bannon overtook him. Yeah, and then Windak came in for that short little belly ad and got four goals. It's it's interesting that we're up there, even though each time we said in things like we're not we're not taking our chances enough. Well, we are. Just we're making so many, and we want more. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's weird. Like I, I just looked at that stat. That's that threw like, really? me when I saw it earlier. Really? <laughs> um, Yorkshire Live have done a piece on Byers, and we'll quote what Byers has said in that. He's talking about the end of the, the season, his enthusiasm and the atmosphere, and he, and he says, unquote, this is why I signed for the club, explained Byers. I knew it was a massive club, and I wanted to experience atmospheres like this. This is why you play football, to play in front of big crowds and big occasions. The atmosphere was electric today, and it only helps your performance. It gets you pumped up. It shouldn't be anywhere near League One, but we're here and we've got a job to do. It's a great feeling, said Byers following the game. We knew what we needed to do to get the win. We didn't get off to the best of starts, but I always have confidence in this team that we can get a comeback, especially at home against uh, against against these fans. We can come back and get the win. That I think sense. Especially at home with these fans would probably yeah. be the way. Yeah, we can get the win. We just stay controlled and focused. We stuck to the game plan and we don't. And we know if we do that, it'll come off in the end, and it did. I'm happy with my performance, and I'm happy that we got the three points and we got into the playoffs. Obviously, I got a goal today, but it isn't about me. It's about a team, and we got the job 
done today, end quote. Bayer has been a player, hasn't he? But that's the difference between this team and last year's team. He just said it's about the team and we got the job done. I think last season we had too many players who were for themselves. Yeah. And I think Bayer's on a free transfer, it's just been a... He, when he when we signed, Portsmouth fans said, hit and miss, he's a little bit, can play, but he got injured too often. He had that little bit where he got injured and the moment he came in around January, he had been such a blessing in disguise in that midfield. That midfield is run by Byers, Luongo and Bannon. Simple. Yeah. And if you're wondering why, because we got him from Swansea, he was at Portsmouth on loan last season. Yes. That's why Jake said that if you didn't know where Byers was last season. Um, I think, I just, I think it just goes back to what we were just saying about the midfield quality we've got at the minute, the options there. Um, I think the midfield has really been coming out and, and doing the business. And I, I, a special mention for Palmer as well, you know, like yes. not a midfielder. Defender gets a lot of stick. It was nice to hear him, his name being chanted and the one of our own nice, chant. I think really everybody's nice sort of that. like chipped in on that one this yeah, weekend. It, but it, it was nice that because he gets a lot of dog, dog abuse and not needed. He's yeah. a very solid player. He turns up, does his job. And yes, at times he can be at fault for somebody defending, but he's always putting his body on the line. He is. Look at the, look at the stat blocks. I still saw, oh, you know, even though people were saying it and they were chanting and all that, there were still comments underneath going, yeah, but as soon as we get promoted, he needs to go. He's not good enough. I was like, just have a break. Just, yeah. just give yourself five minutes. Bank holiday. It's like it's like people saying on Twitter at the minute. This is a good thing. We haven't put this in the topics actually. Should Darren Moore stay if we don't win the playoffs? Right. Yes. 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 He's building something. There's so many people I've seen going. Oh, he should go if we don't do it. It's like what? And start another rebuild with a different manager and different philosophy. Five points off automatics. Loads of players. No tra- loads of transfer restrictions and he's built this team and once it started gelling we really found a way to do it. yes I understand sometimes his plan B is a little bit weird yes I get that right but there's some people that are just waiting for us to lose in the playoffs so they can be like well Darren Moore's gone now no we need some consistency there I don't think he is I think there's a good relationship with Chancery and I think Chancery might want to reward him even if he doesn't go look I saw what you could do with no money what can you do with a little bit of money? Because I don't think we need much if he, no. if it does. And he, Darren Moore showed that he's not the kind of manager to go, right, I want this player, but if I can't get him, no. You know what I mean? Not, he's not going to spend a lot of money on a player for the club if he don't think it's worth it. You know what I mean? He's not going to spend silly money. No, yeah, you're we rec- right. We recruited well because we had to. We managed to convince players. To, if you remember during the summer, there were an interview with Dan Moore and he was going, I was talking to some players and I convinced them and the players that didn't, I didn't convince, they're not part of my issue. If they don't want to come here and play for the squad, well, I don't want them. And that was something he said. And if you've already got a set of players that are already going to that belief of how to play and how to do, Darren Moore, with everything he'd have thrown at him, has done a great job. I reckon if we kept, got Darren Moore in January this last season, we probably stayed up. I think, I just think we we do need some consistency in that managerial yeah. role. And um, 
there's a bit there's a big thing to be said about the manager being the boss and everybody following the manager's uh, perspective there. Um, it'd be interesting to see what happens with players that have got contracts ending and stuff. But we will get into that in the in the um, in the coming episodes. We are, we obviously it's weird because we'd be getting ready for our end of season awards. We'd be getting ready for yep. all of that. We've got this sort of weeks limbo or a couple of weeks limbo where it's playoffs we can't do anything yet. are there. Yeah, so. It's going to be an interesting couple of weeks for Wednesday fans in general. He, um, Darren Moore gave us an update on some of the the players that have been out. So Harley Dean should be back for the Sunderland first leg. Um, yep. Iorfa should be back for the final if we get there. Brennan would be the final as well. I completely forgot Brennan was injured. Mm. Because I saw people turn around and say, why Brennan not on the bench then? And I went and did some digging. Oh, he's injured. That's why. Yeah, it's because uh, he was featuring quite a bit. Yeah. He was getting quite a lot of game time. Didn't he sign a new deal this year? He did as well, didn't he? I believe so. It, that sounds right, that but sounds I'm not 100% right, sure. Yeah. yeah um, and there's even a bit in here about John Jules back next season. He won't be here next season. Yeah. That's a, what did you think to that one, JK? I was hoping it was going to work, but I spoke to Donny fans that I mean, they say made out of biscuits. All <laughs> oh, right, okay, fair enough. <laughs> We've had a few biscuit players over time. Yeah. Um, this is from the Shields Gazette. Quote: Sunderland suffer major injury concern over Everton striker ahead of Sheffield Wednesday game. Nathan Broadhead's only goal set the Black Cats on course in what was un- ultimately a comfortable afternoon as Plymouth Argyle fell. Uh, to a heavy defeat against MK Dons. The Black Cats will now face Sheffield Wednesday in the semi-finals with MK Dons and Wickham Wanderers in- to contest the other tie. Um, quote, I'm really pleased what the players have done, Neil said afterwards. I think it's that's one in 15 that we've lost and that's one still bugs me, by the way. We've, come, we've cleared the first hurdle now, we're in the playoffs and now there's work to do. Sunderland's major concern from the game was that Nathan Broadhead left the field with an injury during the first half casting doubt over his possible playoff involvement. The Everton loanee was a doubt before the game, but Neil says the issue is unrelated. It's a completely different area, I believe, Neil said. The worry we've got now is we've finished with the game with no centre forward on the pitch. I brought Ross Stewart off because I knew he's, I knew the scores elsewhere. He's literally our only striker. I don't need to say anything else, do I? So... Please, yeah. please just give us, because um, Broadhead is one of the top scorers for Sunderland. Yeah. You know, they brought off Ross Stewart. They didn't they want got, to They got some other it. injury doubts as well. I think they've got five, about five players who may not be in line for this game. So it, it, when you look at what Sunderland did to get into that playoff picture, they used a lot of energy and I wonder if they'd gone hell for leather just to go for it. You know, when you see playoff teams do that instead of doing it comfortably because they've had to come from behind a lot. Yeah. So I wonder if they just ran themselves a little bit ragged. Broadhead scored 10 goals this season. Mm. So it's going to be a loss for them. But Stewart... Is he on 20? 24. Yeah. So they don't need many more. Also, we were, we were linked with Ross Stewart a couple of seasons ago. <laughs> yeah, we were. We were. Other notable ones for them are 
Uh, Elliot Embleton from midfield. He's got eight from mm. midfield. So keep an eye out there. They've got Pritchard as well. Mm. Is he injured? He's one of the ones that injured, but he's got he seven is. assists. He's their assist leader at the minute. Um, it's a good squad. It's a good squad. Let's look ahead to that Sunderland match now because that's what most people will be here for. So Sunderland stats, they finished on um, 84 points, didn't they? Their record in the league was 24, ga- 24 wins, 12 draws, 10 losses. Their home record was 16-3-4, 51 points. Their away record was 8-9-6, 33 points. So they are strong at home. Yep. That first leg is going to be rough, right? It's going to be tough. Also, and if we, could, people, if we could even just bring a point, if we could just bring like yeah. a, a, a flat scoreline back. Well, people have turned around and said the last time we played on there, we we lost 5-0. But mm. we had a COVID outbreak yes, in, the, in that game. And I think a lot of people forget we had so many players out. And this is also another team that changed the manager right last thing because we've not played an Alex Neal side now. They had Lee Johnson at the start of the season and two different ways of how they play. And you can tell that from the results they've had because Lee Johnson had them set up, want to get a goal, they would defend it. They go for it. So it could be very good. It's, it's kind of shame this isn't the final because those two sets of fans at Wembley would have been immense. But... It would be ridiculous, yeah. They, um, they scored 79 goals this season and they've conceded 53. So they ended up with a plus 26 goal difference. Um, looking at the last run of form, they are top of the form table. Yep. Win, draw, win, draw, win, 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 draw, win, win. That's their last 10. They're unbeaten yep. in like the 15 or 16 or whatever it was. But, but it's also interesting looking at the leave one form table. Look at the top four. Yeah, it's, it's Sunderland, Wickham, Wednesday, MK Dons. Yeah. Yeah. So, Wickham have done quite well. They've got win, win, draw, win, draw, win, win, draw, win, draw. Wednesday, because we've got a loss in the last 10, that's where it's like, oh, because we've got yeah. win, win, loss, win, win, draw, win, win, draw, draw. I'm reading these backwards, I've just realised. <laughs> that'll confuse me. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I've just realised I'm reading these backwards. So, everything I've just said is in reverse. So, Sunderland have got win, win, draw, win, 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 draw, win, draw, win. So, they've, had, they've gone draw, win, draw, win in the last five. Um, in the last four, sorry, win, draw, win, draw. So they've they've been winning one and drawing one, which means they're set to draw one. We'll take that in the next leg, yep. but then we'll have to give Go them an L. Ever. Give yeah. them an L in the in the home fixture. So Wednesday, draw, draw, win, win, draw, win, win, loss, win, win. Wednesday got a lot more. <sighs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six. I'm lying again. They've got seven wins in the last ten. We've got six. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting because when they play Wiccan, that was our loss. We played NK, that was their loss. They had two losses, but one of their losses was against us. Yeah, MK was win, draw, win, 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 draw, loss, loss, win, win. So yeah, MK fourth in that form table there. Gonna be interesting. Yeah, it's, not nervous uh... at all. <laughs> Um, you, you, this is typical Wednesday, wouldn't it, though, to get through these and then bottle it at Wembley? Just, oh, I've said it now. Oh, it's out there now. Everybody's thinking it. Yeah. We're all thinking it. I don't know. 
I don't know. There's something about this quad on the mall that's refreshing. We'll um, have to see. It was nice to see after that Fleetwood game him or win a game and him look so angry like he wanted to punch somebody. Well, talking Wednesday, viewers slash listeners, next time you hear from us on this podcast, we'll know if Sheffield Wednesday are in the playoff final or not. Yep. There'll have been two legs. Make sure you are subscribed to the Dexterity Box channel for all that. Go follow at Dexterity Box at PunkChef41 on socials because we will... I'm sure we will live update everybody on that and all their thoughts there, but I will uh I'll be watching this one through my eye through my fingers like this, just going, Oh yeah. I'm sure. Um, I've, I've already had an NK Dom fan I know too, so shall we watch this behind the sofas? It's <laughs> like, gonna not, be not a bad idea. It's gonna be an interesting before, few, but there's excitement. Before, Let's just make sure Hills was rocking on Monday. Before we finish, who do you want in the final, ideally? MK, because they'll come at us. Yeah, because if you have, we know what we'll look better first of Wickham. Yep. Anti-football. Mm. I'm not having a pop at Wickham no. fans there, but they're, they're a horrible team to break down. Yep. They're an absolutely high. And, that and when we struggle. And we struggle. <laughs> yeah. Technically, Sunderland and MK would be ideal for us because it's teams that will try and play. Mm. And we are, I will say, when you're trying to play, we're the best team. We're the best team in the league. Country mile. Yeah. We are. We're not the best at game management and we throw stupid stuff away, but on the ball, possession-wise, we're the best team. Mm. Yeah. I think like link-up play, the creativity we've got. But it's Sheffield Wednesday, isn't it? It's never that simple. Let's see what we do. That's it for episode 66 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. We will nervously await our reunion with yourselves but take care have a lovely week and we will see you in the next episode of talking wednesday see ya